he started making fun of me. And then I think there was one other kid or two other kids that joined and they're like, you wear whitey tighties, man, loser. You know, that sort of thing. Oh, they were so bullying you? They were bullying me for wearing whitey tighties. In fourth grade, nine years old, she had a bully, Emily. Emily. Freaking Emily. <laughs> Somebody take this soundboard away from me. <laughs> you do not get as many comments about your appearance. No. As, no way. As I have in the six or seven years that I've been doing this. There's certain malls you won't go to because you're just like, oh, it, fr it like freaks me out because- It like takes me back to that time. It is, it's really crazy. Both of me and your mom are like, Jess, it's been a decade. Come to the mall. Just come to Carindale. <laughs> Sorry, everyone loves him. Whoa, can you tell am I getting out of breath? Yeah, you're kind of like freaking out right now. I think you're freaking I, me out a little bit. I think I'm getting a bit of anxiety. Are you? My heart's racing. She then goes, if they make fun of you again, you should wrestle and take him to the ground. You know? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Grace. This was, this was back when parenting advice was legit. <laughs> Great. Yes. Hey guys, welcome back to my channel. I'm Gabriel. I'm Jess. And you're listening to So Far, So Good. So many people just clicked off. Yeah, sorry. That's my bad, guys. Hi. I'm Gabriel. And I'm Jess. And welcome to So, so Far, Far, So, so Good. good. <laughs> if you think my voice is a little bit deeper this week, it's because it is. It's honestly not that noticeable. It's really? more noticeable in your head. I can, You're like, I'm so deep right now. I feel now. like I have such a deep voice right now. You don't. I was sick the past... Well, I wasn't really sick. We were moving, and there's so much dust that it, like, in the old house, you know, when you're moving packages and boxes and all that stuff, all the dust came out and just went... It targeted my throat. And my throat got really dry and raspy and... and just like got sore. So I wasn't really sick. It was more just like a reaction, uh, like an allergic reaction kind of thing. Yeah, like allergies kind of. Yeah, so I'm fine now, but. But that's why Gabe sounds so That's why I sound so ma masculine right now. Yeah, okay. So, sorry about it, guys. Welcome to this episode. It's going to be interesting. I think we're going to open up, talk about some bullying experiences. Just talk about a lot of things. I think it'll be interesting. We need to start off on a really good high note. Mm. We have a very so good, so good today. Yeah, we do. What is it? Well, you kind of already said it. I don't, what are you talking about? We have officially moved into our new home. <laughs> if you saw on Instagram and YouTube, you'd know that we got honestly like our dream property, our dream house. Mm -hmm. And we've been renovating it a little bit and we have officially moved in. And there's deer everywhere, and it's just like, it is really so good. This morning, we woke up to the sunrise, and a hot air balloon was just floating on the horizon of the sunrise. I know. Crazy. I, we just what? wake up, and we're just like, where are we living? Like, it's just really feeling very blessed and just yeah. excited. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. We uh, f f When we were, like, searching, there was, like, you know, you have your list of things that you want, but then there's the list of, like, this would be nice if we get it, you know? Yeah. Like a view. Some acreage. Stuff like that. And we found a place with a view, some acreage. Yeah, I'm just excited to like raise our little kiddos there. I know. It's that is good. our so good or no good of the day. It is no, there is no, no good. It is all so good. It is all you know I mean? so good. I, I could spice in a little no good in there. I've been a little bit stressed the past <laughs> day and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. But other than that, everything's great. 
What? What's wrong? Oh, you're just funny. Why? Yeah, it's just like, you know, when you move in and stuff is absolutely everywhere, but you also like need to get work done. You still need to live in the house. It's like we happened to launch a podcast two weeks before we had to move, you know? It's like that sort of thing. It's like, oh, we got to, you know, keep working. It's just like hectic to work in mess. Unless maybe some people thrive in that, but we just don't. We like get overwhelmed living in like stuff everywhere. Yeah, like a messy house. Messy mind. You stole the words right out of my mouth. mouth. Oh my gosh. We are, we're so in sync. We should make out. Okay, so part of this episode, I don't know if you have heard of the Reddit page, Am I the A-hole? I'm just going to keep it. With that language, sorry. The what? I know, sorry. It's just what, what it's called. Basically, it's a very... We are a Christian family. It's a very entertaining <laughs> page where people submit their stories to genuinely ask, like, am I... Am I in the wrong? Okay, yeah. Am I in the wrong? And it's... They're just like... There's so many entertaining stories on there. Okay. So I picked a couple that related to bullying that Ooh, I these thought... these are handpicked. Handpicked myself. By Jessica herself. So we know... They're going to be quality. So I'm just going to read them all and then we can all collectively discuss okay. our thoughts. I like it. AITA is the like, you know, what is that called? Abbreviation. A-I-M-I-D-A. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So am I the problem? Oh, oh, that's fine. Am I the problem for not banning my daughter's bully from a family event? Are you ready? It's quite long. So buckle up. This goes back a bit. My daughter, Sam, is 17. In fourth grade, nine years old, she had a bully, Emily. Emily. Freaking Emily. Somebody take the soundboard away from me. (laughs) She would make fun of Sam's clothes and spread some rumors. This was fourth grade, so some of the classmates didn't want to interact with her. Anyways, we got to the bottom of it and Emily got in trouble for bullying. This went on for a few weeks, the start of the school year, and was shut down quickly. The school did the right steps and Emily left her alone. Emily had to give an apology also and two weeks of detention. After that day, they didn't interact much, but Emily was civil. In sixth grade, she gave another apology in the form of a letter. She started being friendly to Emily, but they never formed a friendship. She really grew out of being a bully and overall decent person. She grew out of being a bully and grew into a decent person. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She went on to be one of the popular kids in school and I never heard of a problem with her since only good things since emily the bully is now a popular girl yeah oh classic now they are both in senior year of high school sam's cousin started to date emily in junior year wow we are hosting an easter hunt at the house this weekend Mm -hmm. okay just connecting the dots here it's a general rule that the family can bring cousin sam's cousin is now dating bully emily okay so we got let's give cousin a name phil Phil is dating Emily Phil now. Phil is dating Emily. Okay, I just want to get, get our ducks in a row here. Now, Sam and Sam's family yep. are hosting an Easter hunt at their house. And it's a general rule that the family can bring extra people. Mm. Sam's cousin is bringing Emily. Oh. Sam was annoyed and told me to ban her from coming. I told her no and an argument broke out. She doesn't want her bully at the event and I told her this happened when she was nine and that she needs to get over it. My other daughter is on her side, but the rest of the family really thinks it's time to move past this. It's been 10 years and Emily has been nothing but nice since. I have some updates, but should we... There's updates. Yeah. I think I'm with the mom. So you don't think she's the problem? Emily changed her ways. 
It's hard. Know? And I get the trauma, mm. but it's also like there's rules to the family event as well. So Emily never bullied her physically. It was never it was never like physical. She would make fun of her clothes and that yeah. sort of thing. Everyone is different in terms of bullying, so it's hard just to like judge the situation. But they were like nine. She she's now what, seventeen, eighteen. Yeah. I do kind of side with the mum of like you should probably try to like see the good in her and see that, you know, she's a different person. She's not nine anymore. Yeah. I mean, imagine what it says about the family if they're not able to invite a girl to an event because she bullied someone else when they were nine and that was like almost 10 years ago. You know what I mean? And also she, well, not technically, but like at the moment she's part of the family. She's dating the cousin. So it's like at some point you need to see past it and be like. Yeah. Like what if they get married? What if they get married and like, then Is she family? not allowed to go to your wedding kind of thing? Exactly. Yeah. But let me read you the update. Okay. Updates. Edit. Looking at all the responses, I will ask the cousin to not bring Emily. What? Second edit. Well, did that. I'm not hosting the event anymore. Cousin and Sam got in an argument after I asked. It was not good. Cousins brought up all the crap she did when they were kids. She was a big prankster as a kid. He told her that, well, I didn't forgive all of your crap either. No one is going to show up to the event at my house. It's happening at my sister's house. And everyone is, in, everyone is invited but Sam. The family has exploded. Oh, my gosh. I'm getting what? off this site. I should have never come to this subreddit. Holy moly. Wait, so the subreddit was siding with Sam? Yes. Why? I mean, look, we have a daughter. I will do anything to protect her. But you also need to, like, there's a difference between, like, protecting and coddling. Yeah. And, you know, know, like, teaching her through her life experience as well. Yeah, yeah. Like, you can say, you can still, like, be there for her emotionally while taking her, like, uh, helping them through the hard time. Wow. So the whole family turned against her. Yes. Everyone's invited but Sam. That's kind of sad, to be honest. I feel like. Bro, but that. That's wait. So the mom is invited and Sam's not. I guess so. Oh, brutal. But this is the thing. This is the thing. She's 17 years old, which if you're 17 years old, don't take offense to this. Like when I was in high school, your hormones are flying. You're going through puberty. You kind of think irrationally, even when you don't think you're thinking irrationally over uh, emotional situations. And I think, again, not sorry if you're 17 listening to this. We're talking from experience too. It's hard to to see that you are not in your head. You're like, I am correct. Obviously, like these people are crazy and wrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's hard to see that you're not. Wow, that's happening to me too. (laughs) (laughs) It's yeah. Anyway, I agree with you. Let's move on. I have another one. Okay, give me another one. These are these are really interesting. I know. These are really interesting, but it also feels like I shouldn't be listening. Or I shouldn't know this information. I know, it's like we're inserting ourselves into the problem. But they are asking for the advice, so. Okay, am I the problem for choosing my brother's school bully over him for my wedding? My brother in middle school had a bully, Max. School kind of sucked and didn't do anything about it. I'm four years older than my brother and Max. I didn't have the money to go to college, so I spent a few years saving up cash. I went to a community college and Max was there with me. We were in the same track, so we worked together before. I don't get close to him until my grandfather died and my family didn't tell me until the day of the funeral. It was rough and he really helped me out. I brought up his bullying and he told me he will send a letter to apologize. My brother got it and basically said, I don't forgive him, which is his right. 
I'm 34 now and I'm still close with him. He is being my best man. I told my family this and most were happy since they know how much he has helped me out before. My brother, on the other hand, hates it. He told me he won't come to my wedding if he is invited. We got into an argument with me just saying you can't be in the same building and not talk to someone. He claims it is the principle of it and won't go to the wedding unless I uninvite him. That I am picking a bully over him, but it's been almost 15 years and he has helped me out so much. What happened is the thing. Like, what did he do? Was it like bullying or abuse? You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. To be honest, I my first thought is actually there's an edit here and this is what I thought too. Mm. Um, I talked to my brother. This doesn't really have anything to do with Max and more with me. He is upset that he isn't the best man. That's kind of what I thought of initially. Mm, was that like, makes sense. The actually. bully is the best man. Of course, he's going to have. Oh, weird. Wait, wait. So older brother is getting married and the bully. Why did I think this was coming from a girl's perspective? Sorry. Two brothers. Two brothers. Two homie. Two dudes. And bully, bully of the dude. Then the other guy. Gotcha. Okay. So it's three dudes in this story. Yeah. That is very weird that the brother's not the best man. I mean, each to their own. Everyone has different reasons yeah. of like who they choose. If they're not close at all, fair. But also like this Max character, it doesn't sound like they're like best of friends. It just sounds like he, ha- he has helped, helped him in out. community college. Yeah. You know? And was like there for him during a tough time. Be one of the groomsmen, but... Maybe in that case, they're kind of both the problem. Yeah, they must have a very not good relationship. I do think if they're in their 30s and if the bullying wasn't like super, super bad, again, everyone's experience is different. But it would be hard to like force your brother to uninvite a friend of his just because he was like mean to him in high school. This is the hard thing about doing, about trying to solve the issue. After reading a paragraph. Yeah. It's only a paragraph. Exactly. You don't right. know the family situation. You don't actually know the relationships. Like, there's only so much they can explain on a Reddit post. It's just like... They're kind of interesting stories, though. They are. We need to read some more. It makes you realize that, like, everyone has crap going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone has issues with, like, someone did something to them, and there's some drama, and there's some, you know, tension. Relationships aren't always perfect. We're all trying to figure it out. And so far, so good. So let's get into bullying and our experience with bullying. Like we can share some stories. Okay. So I kind of have two, I guess, yeah, two experiences with bullying. All of this was over 10 years ago too. Like I graduated 10 years ago. So thankfully none of it has like scarred me to the extent where I'm like deeply thinking about it every day. I I will say this though. There's stuff that has happened from you being bullied that, still affects you not like to where you're thinking about it every day but I think like in your subconscious and like certain like like confidence and certain things like that that I can definitely see would have come from those experiences of being bullied I agree and even just like reminiscing on this time in my life I think it does also stem from like me being insecure in myself too. Because I think if I was super secure in myself, I don't think it would have got to me the way that it did yeah. or like maybe affected me the way that it did. Um, whereas truly, like I feel like now being a mom, I'm the most secure in myself that I have ever been mm-hmm. in this time of my life. And I'm like late 20s now. You're getting old, getting up so there. the difference between 17 and 27 
is a lot and a lot happens. And anyway, I'm kind of starting to ramble. That's okay. Do you want to go into, or let's start off by doing this. List every bully of yours by name <laughs> and what they look like. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and their Instagram handle. Yes, exactly. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. So I guess, well, I will preface by saying bullying, I think we all know this, can genuinely affect people like lifelong. Like bullying doesn't just affect you when you're like 10 or 15. It like can really scar you later in life. Mm -hmm. But I would say what it sticks with me most or when it does, and you can kind of back me up on this, is mm -hmm. when I am in the area of my school it, where it happened. That I, oh is when it, where I feel like it comes back the most. Yeah. It honestly well, is. Well, not even just back in Brisbane. Like when we're back in Brisbane, Australia, it's like there's certain malls you won't go to because you're just like, oh, it, it like freaks me out because. It like takes me back to that time. It is, it's really crazy. Both of me and your mom are like, Jess, it's been a decade. Come to the mall. Just come to Carindale. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Everyone from Brisbane is going to be like, no way. <laughs> so I guess in general, like I didn't really grow up getting bullied a lot. Um, I had great friends. I think when it happened, it was my last two years of high school. And most of the in-person bullying was just like teasing, like girls just being mean. And what I will say from my experience is that if there is one main person doing like the teasing and the making fun of, their whole friend group kind of goes along with it and will just like laugh. Mm -hmm. That was my in-person experience was just like, Girls just being mean and just like girls teasing. are brutal, dude. Like <sighs> what? Thankfully, Why? I know? don't experience any of that like in person now. But high school can be so rough. This is my take. You know how in a family growing up, you fight with your siblings. You know whatever like stuff happens, and you get annoyed with each other, and there's like tension sometimes. Sometimes a lot of the time. But then you grow up, you get older, and you're like, oh my gosh, they're my best friends. Mm -hmm. Things are great. Being in an environment from which you cannot escape the people there by choice will lead to those kinds of conflicts. You don't get to choose what you're around, who you're around because someone bullying someone, like if I were to bully you in a school environment and we don't have a choice of if we're staying or going or leaving or whatever, I bully you. I'm not going to experience like the human effect of my actions driving you away from the environment. So you could be the most popular person there, but then bully everyone there and the bullying everyone there doesn't affect you being a really lonely person. Where as an adult, yeah, where people have way more of a choice to like be around or or not and they can like leave or just not hang out with you if they don't want to. Those actions will lead to people choosing not to be around you and then you'll be more lonely and be like, "Oh my gosh, why was I mean to all these people?" Where and you, when you're in an environment. That's why I think you see bullying experiences at work too. Because it's like, I can't just quit my job. I have to come back here and like deal with it because I have to pay the bills. Yeah, it's a really interesting take from you being homeschooled, like knowing my experience mm -hmm. at school. I'll go into the experience that like I remember the most clearly and mm -hmm. it did have to do with Instagram. Did it, darling. I doubt anyone's going to hear this. You know what I mean? What do you mean? Like any of the people who were a part of this. I oh. doubt it. Yeah. But. But if you're here listening, Hello. I hope we've what, all what was her, what was her name? grown past this, not saying any names. Okay, basically. Hello, Matilda. It was not Matilda. Okay, well, worth a shot. There was this piece of clothing that I bought from 
an affordable store. Like it was an affordable shirt that I really liked. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Have, have you heard this story? I don't think I have. That's why I'm furrowing my brows right now. I've definitely told you this. I don't remember this intro though. Okay. Okay. So it was an item of clothing that I really liked. You know, when you buy something, you love it. So what do you do? You wear it a lot. Yeah. That's like pretty normal. So I wore this item of clothing a lot, loved it. And I guess I wore it to some sort of school activity. You know, I think I was wearing it in person with these girls Mm -hmm. and they made, you know, some comments like it was sort of just the typical, like making fun of me Mm -hmm. for wearing the shirt a lot. Now thinking back to it, it's like, what the heck? Like even today when I buy a piece of clothing and I like it, I wear it a lot. I'll wear it every day. Who cares? Like the one you're wearing right now. Exactly. Which by the way is some new merch, which I literally love and wear every day. Yes. We'll keep you updated. Coming soon. Coming soon. Did you hear my throat? You're excited. I'm very excited. So I already knew that they were making fun of me for liking this shirt and wearing it a lot. And I'm like, whatever. That's just like typical them of like teasing everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, Did they tease everyone or just you? They were the type of group that made fun of like everything. And they were like not always mean. Like they would joke and make fun. Mm -hmm. But a lot of it was like making fun of people. Yeah. So they then took it one step further. And one of the girls in the group posted a picture on Instagram. She happened to have the same item of clothing as me. And so she was wearing it. I think it was actually, this randomly just popped into my head. I think she copied a picture of me. I think I had posted a picture in this shirt. It was a shirt. In a certain like pose or something? I think so. That just like totally unlocked. And I forgot that that had happened. But yeah, I think it was like a copy of my picture. And then the caption said something like, you know, it was making fun of me. It was like, love this shirt so much. Like wear it all the time. Hashtag them. Like it was just making fun of me for wearing it. Bruh, imagine that just frustrates me so much. But also like who has time to dedicate a full Instagram post to like making fun of someone else? I'm guessing that they were just talking about me one day and thought it would be really funny That, you know, the the friends obviously thought it was a funny picture. And I was actually friends with someone in the group. Like, I was pretty good friends with her. She was, like, always really nice to me. Um, And I messaged her about it. And I remember she, I think she said something like, I told them not to post it. Like, she kind of felt bad. But But what if she was laughing along with them, just being like, this is hilarious. She probably was. Yeah. So at the end of the day, I'm still just like, why did they care so much that I wore? Sh- like, it honestly doesn't matter. And I just think teenage girls are just teenage girls. And they're just like going to be mean for no reason. And, you know, hopefully they've grown past it and they're nice now. But the other thing that I was going to say that is sort of related to that, sort of related to online stuff is, mm-hmm. do you remember when like anonymous Q&A sites came out? Oh my gosh, Yes. What the heck? What were th- what was it called? Ask FM. Ask FM. Oh my goodness! That was a wow. terrible, terrible platform. What a terrible! Oh my god! I remember it being exciting to be like, "Ooh, you can like answer questions," but ninety nine percent of the time, it's going to be used for bullying. Yeah, it was just it was just going to be bullying, and it yeah. was like I knew the girls who were doing it, mm-hmm. who were submitting these mean messages. How did it work? Was it in your area? Like, what was the or like per school or something like that? No, mine was just like um, you had their link. Oh, 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 yeah, that was it. That was it. Like it was like a profile. And then the person answers. It's kind of like a Twitter. Like 
imagine the Twitter just being like a Q&A. But then that the people asking is are, are anonymous. Anonymous, and yeah. And then you got to answer back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was like my other main experience with bull- cyberbullying was just these really mean things coming in. But I knew who were doing it. Like I could tell. I figured out who was messaging these things. And the thing that I love the most about this, guys. Mm-hmm. Tell me. Is, oh, I don't know if you can tell. My heart's kind of racing talking yeah. about this. It like is bringing back weird memories a little bit. But mm-hmm. um, the best thing about this is that my dad has been a teacher at every single school that I've attended. And I also am pretty open with my parents. They kind of know a lot of like, you know, always of like what is going on. Mm-hmm. My parents knew what was happening. And, the, and I just loved that because these girls that were mean to me were nice to my dad at school. Mm-hmm. My dad's a great teacher. Everyone loves them. Sorry, everyone loves him. Whoa, can you tell am I getting out of breath? Yeah, you're kind of like freaking out right now. I you're think freaking I, me out a little bit. I think I'm getting a bit of anxiety. Are you? My heart's racing. Yeah. Are you good? Yeah. Whew. Okay. It's so weird because this was 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Anyway, all I'm saying is the girls who were mean to me were nice to my dad because everyone loved my dad as a teacher. Mm-hmm. He knew exactly what they were doing. And I just like love that because they probably had no idea that he knew. He still remembers to this day who the names of the girls. And I just think that's so funny. And like my parents are obviously on my side about it and just know everything and were like there for me. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, that made me feel good of like, little do you know, my yeah, dad yeah. knows what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I need a. You want some water? I need a breather. So why do you think bringing up all this stuff is like giving you anxiety right now? Just you haven't talked about it or dealt with it in a while and all of a sudden it's like. Yeah, I think triggering. I just like it's been 10 years, so I, I haven't needed to think about it. Mm-hmm. I'm not around these people anymore. Truly am over it. Like I don't want to bring it back up, but it probably, I think it just takes you back. But if it makes a good podcast title, then I guess we'll talk about it. No, I mean, it's it's interesting to talk about, but I think it just takes you back to that moment in time and and that feeling that you feel. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't expecting that, but my heart was totally racing, Mm -hmm. but it's good. You good? I'm good. Do you want me to go into my first bullying experience? Yeah. Tell me your story because you were homeschooled. I was homeschooled, but I have two. One, I was the bully and the other, I was bullied. Wow. So take me back to first grade, right? I was in school at this point. I went to school for two years, first and second grade. First grade, PE, we're all getting changed. We go into, you know, one of the classroom, locker room things. We're all getting changed into our PE uniforms. At this point in time, my parents had not yet graduated me from whitey tighties to briefs or boxers. Oh. So I'm just getting changed in my whitey tighties. And then I don't even remember the kid's name. Just this kid. We're like six years old at the time or five. What is first grade? Six, six years old. Yeah. But can you just quickly explain what a whitey tidy is? So a whitey tidy picture an old guy just in his underwear on his front lawn basking in the sun or something like that. Boxes. Not, but not boxers. Boxers, whitey tidies are like mini cut the pant legs off. If that makes sense. Oh, it's like a budgie smuggler. It, okay. Speedo translation. Speedo, yeah. Budgie smuggler. Australians <laughs> over here. 
Yeah, it's like the shape of a Speedo. Oh. It's not like a thong or anything, but it's a whitey tidy. Picture the briefs that I wear normally in today's day and age. Okay. But then cut them from like the crotch line up to like the, you know, the bottom of my hip, top of my thigh. That makes so much sense because I really was just picturing white Calvins, like regular underwear. No, 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 no. Then you have the briefs, like boxer briefs that are like what I wear, you know. Oh my gosh, okay. Upper mid thigh sort of thing. Yeah. Then you have boxers, the ones that are like fully loose. Yeah, yeah. You know, but those give you wedgies and stuff. Loose is a... Loose is a caboose. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So since I was not yet loose as a caboose in first grade and was still wearing whitey tighties, this kid... It's affected me to this day, it as is. you can tell, with my voice cracking. It happened to me, too. It's okay. Blonde kid, back in the day of gel, mm-hmm. hair gel, when it was fully, the whole top of the head spiked up perfectly straight. He started making fun of me, and then I think there was one other kid or two other kids that joined, and they're like, you wear whitey tighties, bad loser, you know, that Aww, sort of thing. they were so bullying you. They were bullying me for wearing whitey tighties. So then I go home, tell my mom, like, mom, whatever. I open up. She then goes, I had joined the wrestling team at this point, so I was learning how to fight. She then goes, you should, if they make fun of you again, you should wrestle them and take them to the ground. You know? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Grace. This was, this was back when parenting advice was legit. Great. Yes. So then she goes and asks the PE coach and then PE coach goes, yeah, that's fine. Oh, wow. Yep. So then now I actually don't remember it happening, but my mom remembers it. I don't remember like this part where like I actually wrestled him or whatever, but apparently it happened. There's no way. And you and don't then, remember it? And then the bullying stopped and you never made fun of me again. I mean, good for you for standing up for yourself. That's the thing. We need to teach kids how to stand up for themselves. But uh, sorry, I thought at first, I thought she meant basically, you know, fight him. Yeah. But if it was like uh, the PE teacher, like, you know, you can go and meet and do it. Then oh. that's fine. I thought it was just like. A no, no, no. <laughs> not not go and meet and do it. It's like if he makes fun of you again, you're allowed to then wrestle him to the ground and teach him something and say, don't make fun of me again. That's pretty intense. Yeah. So then what that's about boy, you? That's boy stuff right there. You being a bully. So then, right, at this point, I'm coming into my own, six years old, seven years old, start getting older, graduate from whitey tighties to boxer briefs. Congrats. I'm getting cooler. Thank you. I'm getting cooler. Then I'm homeschooled in middle school at this point, and I joined this thing called a co-op, which is essentially kind of like college. Once a week, you go, take your classes, they give you homework for the week, and then you do your homework at home. And middle school was kind of like the age where my mom couldn't teach me, you know, algebra and certain things like that. So I had to learn it from like math teachers or science teachers and learn like the harder subjects. First of all, that's amazing. That sounds amazing. I would have thrived. I would have loved that. Yeah, it's pretty sick because then you get to like choose your friends from there and hang out with them. And then if anyone's a bully, you just don't have to hang out with them during the week. And yeah. you, if you're mean, you lose your friends. It's like the way life works normally, you know, so... You know, there's studies coming out that homeschool kids. This is like a sidebar. Have you seen this? I have seen this all over Instagram. I'm kids more who social. Are homeschooled are more socially adapt and not not what's the word I'm looking for? Like socially confident or like just more social. I think they're in able. No, no, they're they're better. They're able to socialize better than kids who go to normal school. All the studies are coming out that homeschoolers actually aren't weird. So, like and subscribe, baby. Leave us a rating. Five stars. Okay, so you were at co-op and you bullied. <laughs> so I'm at co-op. First or second week there, I'm in art class. And there's this other kid. It's like a cool, you know, cool kid. and But he was sitting next to me. And he had this pink, like, button-up t-shirt. I look over at him. But I wasn't, like, trying to be mean. I was homeschooled. I was sheltered. So I look over at him and I go, isn't pink a girl's color? 
Oh my gosh, Gabriel. And he goes, oh, I just, I like the shirt. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Boy things. Then my parents get a call or an email or something. They get notified. A fax. Gabriel, a fax. They get a page. Gabriel has made fun of a kid. Oh my gosh. So I'm like, oh my gosh. This is horrible. I've offended this kid. I've made fun of someone. What do I do? He must be so upset. So my parents walk me through. They're like, okay, here's some Bible verses about how you're supposed to treat people. And we're going to learn from this. And we're going to go. You're going to go. We're going to go with you. You're going to apologize to him face to face. In a pink shirt. In a pink shirt. And whitey tighties. And you are, no, no. So you're going to go apologize to him face to face. And then you're going to share what you've learned. And you're going to pray together. I'm like, all right, sick, cool. Pray together. Yeah. So we go, do it. Turns out. He didn't even remember the thing. He wasn't offended at all. There was some other person who heard me say it and then told on me for making fun of someone. Dubbed on you. Yeah, whatever that means. Dubbed on you? Dobby is a real elf. You got dubbed on. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds like so wrong. (laughs) I never want to be dubbed on. (laughs) Please don't do it. That sounds horrendous. (laughs) Don't use that word. Oh my gosh, really? Okay. Lesson learned. Don't dob. That is just so annoying for you that, first of all, you weren't even a bully. And also, you like pink. I mean, at the time, like, yeah, you just whatever, I'm a 13-year-old dude. 13? What? You were really sheltered then. I thought you were like seven. And you're like, okay. Seven? That's second grade. I said middle school. Middle school Yeah, maybe different. 12, 13, somewhere around there. Okay. 14, 17, who knows? Anyway, it's just like. No, I think it was 13. So wholesome that you were like, oh, okay, you like it? Cool. Like, it wasn't even a big deal. And then someone else told on you, which made you inherently a bully. Yeah. But the thing is, is, like, me and that kid were tight, like, late, like all through high school and stuff. Like, we were fine. So this know? is a lie. You weren't even a bully. Yeah, but it's, like, an experience where I had to apologize to someone. Okay. Okay, what? Well, that was just, like, a lie. That was a fake story. That wasn't a fake story. It was a real story. You weren't even a bully. I was wearing my whitey tighties. And I made fun of someone wearing, making, wearing a pink shirt. But you didn't really. I didn't really. But you get the gist. Okay. But I will say, in that experience, it was, I feel like my parents handled it really well. And, like, they didn't necessarily, like, discipline me. They let the experience discipline me, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know? But they, like, walked me through it to be like, this is, you have to man up, put your big boy pants on, take mm-hmm. off those whitey tighties, <laughs> put on the briefs, and you do, do a manly thing, you mm-hmm. know, apologize. Not a manly thing, just a good person thing. A good person thing, yeah. yeah. So I would say that my experience with bullying kind of helped me grow into this career in social media. Do you think so? I think it was a good practice. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's brutal, babe. If you think about it, Bullying is so much more accessible now without the repercussions. repercussions of like getting in trouble at school. Yep. And the way that I was thinking about it literally last night was that if you think about, you know, my bullying experience was a group of girls at school who didn't like me. Mm-hmm. You can't m- make everyone happy in your grade. Like obviously there's going to be like different personalities and stuff. Now with social media, there's everyone's grade of every single year at every single school online. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense like it does in my brain, but it's like now you're opening yourself up to everyone's bullies. 
instead of just like the bully that was in your grade at high school. Does that make sense? Oh, 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 oh. It's like everyone is online. The world is there to bully you if they want rather than it being confined to, to your school or something like that. Yeah. It's so prominent now that anyone can find you and just start bullying you. Yes. My question is, what does that have to do with your experience now online? Oh, that's a long conversation that we could get into. We got all the time in the world. This is a podcast, babe. So when Gabe and I went like public, quote unquote public, mm. um, on social media, you know, Gabe was already established. He had hundreds, mm-hmm. thousands of followers, if not millions. It's whatever. If people are listening and not watching that. Yeah, and I was being facetious. Very facetious. And making a facetious facial expression when I said, it's whatever. It's whatever. But I did have a Vine account that had almost 2 million that then <laughs> got deleted. That then got deleted. Uh, anyway. RIP Vine. So when we went public, um, I definitely got bullied on social media. Mm-hmm. To be honest, it hasn't exactly stopped. I just think I have like tuned it out now a lot better. Yeah. But at the beginning... People were so mean to me because I think they saw Gabe's life kind of like a reality TV show where you're watch or even just a regular TV show where it's like there's a storyline, there's a love interest, da, 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 and they had a plan for Gabe's life that wasn't me. That wasn't God's plan. And people was, were very mean to me comparing me to other girls being like, he needs to be with her. and We'd like post stuff and then they'd be like, well, you're dating the wrong person. You know, yeah. Just like, Even ugh. when we got married, I got that still. Like, he married the wrong girl. Yeah. Anything that you can imagine that's, like, mean has already been said. And it was just truly, I think, I think I've just grown thicker skin now because it's not that the negativity hasn't gone away. I think I look at it less. I agree. You learn how to look, when to look. The stuff that does hurt. For me, this is the stuff that hurts is when like I know something is real and it probably mostly comes into like the video itself. Like if we're making like if I'm working on a video and it's like, oh, there's, you know, maybe I didn't put as much effort into this video as I thought, but whatever, we need to get it up. So let's just post it. And then someone comments and it's like, wow, feels like you didn't put any effort into this video. It's like, oh, it hurts because it's true and he's right. And I was already thinking it and then they verbalized it. And oh, that's those are the ones that hurt. Like that sort of thing. When there's like a little bit of truth behind it for yourself. Yeah, but if someone goes like, look at his dumb haircut. Like I don't, I could give two, like I just don't care. Yeah. You know, like that sort of stuff is where like maybe in high school you are going to, or in middle school or whatever, you'll be a lot more affected by those kinds of remarks where it's more so the stuff that I'm actually insecure about. It's mm-hmm. like when those things come into play. In, in the comment section down below. But I think when it hurts. also it's because we've been doing this for a really long time. Yeah. At the very beginning, that stuff would have affected me too. Anything would have affected me at the very mm-hmm. beginning. <clears throat> now it's, as you're saying, it's like very specific things. For me, it's when it's something about my character because. Yeah, those are, those are, yeah. There's so many false things out on the internet. And unfortunately, like people are going to look at it and believe that it's true because they're like, Everything on the internet is true. Yeah, obviously. And it's the best place to find any sort of information. When Well, theoretically it is. Yeah. It is. <laughs> that is true. But it's also the best place to find wrong information. Yeah. So I think without, especially me being a people pleaser, not having the ability to like explain myself to everybody and be like, no, actually this is who I am. This is the truth. 
that's what gets to me is when people like mm-hmm. judge my character from like, I don't know, what they like see online. Mm-hmm. So Jess wrote down some notes here. She wrote a good thing. A lot of people say that we put ourselves out there so we kind of can't help what's coming. But I don't think that's a good excuse for people to be rude to you. Yeah, sorry. I was kind of like, that's not the best worded yeah, sentence. Yeah, no, but that's it's true. It's like, yes, we do expect that it's going to come yes. because of the nature of human beings and because social media. Everyone is on the internet. Yeah. Everyone's going to have different opinions. But that doesn't mean you can just be a bully and be rude and say it's fine because people are posting on social media and that's what they should expect. Yeah, I think it's almost a free pass for people to be like, well, they post stuff online anyway. So it's like, mm-hmm. I can do what I want, which they can, but it's still rude. <laughs> But both Gabe and I kind of feel like, from our experience, social media algorithms love negativity. Oh, yeah, baby. And will promote it. And, I mean, you can see, like, clickbait for news articles and, like, whatever it is. Negativity, social media loves it. Social media loves it because it's what humans click on. Which is going to keep them on the app longer. Yeah, but I to me that's just like the instinctual, instinctual like, just like sinful nature of humans, that they just are so easily drawn to the negativity in in something that the algorithm's able to exploit that. Yeah, and that's I don't. It's just like so unhealthy for society as a whole because like anyone goes on the phone that's in their pocket, which everyone has in their pocket. That's like part of them, and every day they're just being blasted with a bunch of negativity and a bunch of things that are not turning them into probably the person they even want to turn into. Yeah. But that's just what they're seeing and what they're getting, you know? Something that I think about all the time is that I wish somehow social media companies were able to be stricter with bullying policies. Because I think every platform probably has like a harassment, like you can report something. But does Mm -hmm. anything actually happen? Like, I really wish there was like more employees hired to take care of like the bullying side of social media. I know it's, it's hard. I just like wish so badly that that was a possibility. Yeah. Like, what do you, like, how would you do it? You know, and then how would you do it to where it's not, you're, you're not, they're not overstepping and just I know. Deleting every account that gets reported or, you know. I understand. It's just a girl can dream. I know. But I think about, um, you know, fake like anonymous accounts that are just like spam hate or spam accounts um, like, you know, accounts that's, that are inappropriate pictures that have like a link and it's like a spam account. Mm-hmm. People that scam people out of money and there's so many different accounts that should be reported. But mm-hmm. I wish that the identification process was more like verified. So just so people can't have these like anonymous accounts. So people can't just make a bunch of different accounts. Yeah. We've talked about this before where it's like, if you're making a social media account, you, you need to put in your like ID or something. And then once it's used, you can't have a second account or in a third account, a fourth account and a fifth account. So you can't just be like creating spam accounts or bullying accounts or whatever. Like you create your one account and that's like the account. Or if you're a business, you put in like your business details. And yeah. that's your business account. I don't, but I that's know. like weird because then the, these social media companies will have so much information on you. That's like you don't want them having that like information of like, you know, like your social security number, random things like that. I know. I just, I wish something <clears throat> like that was possible where. So it was like real account is equivalent to one real person or real account is equivalent to one real business. 
And it's like, if someone is being bullied and harassed like crazy, people take accountability for that, for that, because it's like your identity, your identification is attached to that profile. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <sighs> anyway, who knows if that'll ever happen. I know. I have a couple of questions if you're interested. Yep. Thank you to the So Far So Good Instagram for submitting the questions. You're legends. Thank you to the 17.7 thousand of you guys on our Instagram. Woohoo. We appreciate you. Um, okay, first question. Yep. Has negative comments on social media affected the way you see yourself? Um. No. Really? Like my appearance or see myself as... In general, anything. No, I think my biggest battles with myself mentally, mm. which you could probably agree to that. Yeah. Like most of my self-doubts come from my expectations for myself. And I think that's just my personality. I just set really high expectations for myself and what I believe I could accomplish. So then when I don't accomplish those, mm-hmm. I think it's a problem with me. Yes, I can vouch for that. Cool. I have the opposite answer. Um, yes, it has affected the way I see myself. Yeah, I know. But maybe that's also being a girl on social media because yeah. you do not get as many comments about your appearance. No, as no way. As I have in the six or seven years that I've been doing this. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've talked about it before. If I'm in a tight dress, I'm suddenly pregnant. Mm-hmm. That affects how I see yeah, my body. Yeah, that's brutal. That, that one's, yeah. Anyone Sheesh. leaving a baby bump comment automatically do it. affects how I see my body. This is something I've never actually s- talked about online. I'll keep it brief. But, you know, I went through a whole teeth journey mm-hmm. for over years. And long story short, I got Invisalign. A couple of years ago, Cabe and I went um, to an orthodontist to get our like jaws and our teeth straightened a little bit. I needed to get braces on the inside of my teeth to fix my jaw. That was like the most important thing for them to do. So as they were fixing my jaw, my teeth got worse, like way less straight than they used to naturally. Mm -hmm. And it was years and years of getting them back to kind of how they used to look. Invisalign. And now I'm finally in a place where like, I like how they look. But for years they weren't, they were like, Mm -hmm. they just looked different than how they used to. So many people come to know my teeth. Like, what is wrong with her teeth? And I think also sometimes with social media bullying is one person will point it out. Same with a real life bully in school. Mm -hmm. One person will make a comment and point it out. And even if no one else notices it, now everyone does because they're reading that comment. So that made me really insecure about my teeth for a while because I was already insecure about it, knowing that it was taking years to like fix my teeth. Mm -hmm but the comments just made it worse. Yeah, I think, I don't know. Maybe I just don't, because I definitely had the comments about, because the same thing happened to me when because I was getting my jaw fixed and then my teeth kind of like did a weird thing before they like got better. I feel like know? it wasn't as noticeable though. Yeah, maybe. I have bigger teeth than you. So maybe it was like more. It's more noticeable. Your teeth are so much nicer than mine though. Oh my gosh, we don't need like to get Like you have such a big, okay. bright, beautiful smile. Thank you. I have a little bit of a gummy smile. Oh, there. wow. It's just how I act naturally. I have to get a few things fixed for oh. you know for me to look like this. If you're listening to audio only, you really need to tune were, into that. You were spared. <laughs> <laughs> how would you approach it if it happens to Micaiah? <sighs> this is the thing. Like I am very happy that we at least now are deciding that we're going to homeschool. So like, 
most of what she's going to hear every day is us like affirming her mm. and me, you know, I, I guess like as a father telling her that she's beautiful and you as a mom telling her that she's beautiful and, you know, God has made her just the way that he wanted just to make her. The way you are. And when you smile. Sorry, I had to do it. Kicked him. But versus if you're in school every day and that's all you're hearing for eight hours a day are people making fun of you because mm-hmm. of your teeth or your hair or your nose or whatever. And then you go home and you only have a few hours a day of like your parents being able to kind of like counteract that and reinforce it. That's a lot different than spending a bunch of time with Micaiah affirming her and all these things. And then she has a few bad experiences over the course of months or even years with people where they say certain things. And then we go, Oh no, that's not true. They're just, maybe they were just wanted to be mean and say something that's obviously not true. And, and it's a lot easier to like counteract the bad when you have an over abundance of good coming from, especially your parents, as opposed to not being able to counteract eight hours a day, five days a week of negative information if you're on the wrong side of bullying. That's a really good point. What I'm going to say to her is a quote that I found in high school. Oh, let's go. Give me these Pinterest quotes, baby. Tumblr. Tumblr quotes. Let's go. It has stuck with me forever. Oh, baby. Let's go. Give it to me. What Susie says of Sally says more of Susie than of Sally. Okay, turn it up. Let's go, baby. But isn't that such a good quote? And I really just hope that we're able to instill in her that sometimes it does show way more about that person than it does about her. And, like, yeah. obviously something is going on in their life. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I just hope that Makaya is brought up in such a loving home, surrounded by really good good friends, that, that she is really strong in herself. Mm-hmm. And if something happens and she doubts that, that she's able to come to us. And that we're just able to to help her through it. Here's also something, now that you say that, around really good friends in the home. Being homeschooled, the repercussions of doing something mean was way quicker and, like, worse. Like, say, in school, right? Someone bullies someone. What they're reacting to, or the reaction that they're getting after bullying someone, is all of their friends reinforcing that that was a good thing Mm. right away. And maybe that happens if you're homeschooled, you know, you're playing with your friends outside back and then, you know, three of them gang up on one, one kid says something and the other two kids like laugh along. But immediately the other kid's going to run inside crying and then the parents that are there are going to be like, what happened? And then all of a sudden the kid has to deal with his dad or mom being like yeah, disciplining him or whatever. Like the, you It know, goes straight to the parents yeah. rather than, oh, should I go tell the teacher? Because if the teacher then tells them, then they're going to make fun of me for going to the teacher and then the teacher goes to the principal, then the principal. And it's yeah, like yeah. such a longer process to get straight to the parents. Yeah, exactly. That's a really good point. I'm just a big advocate for homeschooling. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, we can tell. Yeah, sorry. My bad. What advice can I give my younger brother who experiences bullying in school? It doesn't last forever. Oh my gosh, that is such a good thing to say. It feels like when you're in school, that's all you know. You've uh-huh. only lived life up until that point. You barely remember before you went into school and you've all you can remember really is just being in school. So that feels it feels like eternity. It feels like that's just what reality is and it's not going to end. But as soon as you graduate high school, it's like poof, 
school's a thing of the past. Not really if you, you know, college, but college is different. Like you can yeah. choose your friends easier and bullying is not going to be as big of a thing in college. Totally. And something that I would tell him is like, from my experience, even before I moved across the world, still living in the town, even when you graduate, I know you're kind of saying the same thing. You do not see the people nearly as often. You really don't see them at all. Unless you're in like a really small town. Or like going to the know. same college classes or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But even for my brother, like he still lives in the same town. He doesn't see anyone from his high school. Mm-hmm. And if I had thought about that a little bit more, maybe those times in high school would have felt a little easier because it is, as you're saying, so consuming to be like, this is my life. And it feels like it's never going to end. Yeah. It really does. When you're in it, I remember being in high school and being like, bruh, bruh, this is going to take forever. And then all of a sudden it's done and oh, then it's done. And it's it, it's done. Like, you're like, oh my gosh, school, I don't have to go back to school. I don't have to do freaking calculus again you know what i mean like it's just done it's done and you're talking about it from a point of school finishing i'm talking about it from a point of people and me and you never have to see them again. yeah yeah but no but that's what i'm saying it's all in the same like sphere of it feels that those years feel like they're never going to end because that's all you know yeah but th- but they're going to end and there'll be an end there will be an end to it don't you worry mm-hmm. but i would also just try to instill in your brother his true character and like just l- let him feel as loved as he can at home mm-hmm. if he's not getting that at school. As as tough as it sounds, well, here, I'll start with this. You can't control other people. But you can control the way you react to other people. Bruh. It's Let's so go. true. Okay, we need to ban you from that. <laughs> what I'm saying is like you, you, maybe you can – try and use it as an opportunity to like grow your character whether it's the way you think about the people who are bullying you and thinking of them in a positive light and you know realizing that they're probably going through stuff and that might be causing why they're bullying or maybe their home life sucks and this is just like a way that they're venting their frustration and it happens to be on you you know what I mean there's there's ways to kind of like see it in a positive light and a way to kind of um use it as a method of developing your own character and working on you. I totally agree. Something that I try to do these days when I get, when I see something online that really upsets me, not all the time I feel like doing this, but I try to pray for that person because, Mm. and I'm trying to allow that to be the first thought that I need to do when I see that comment instead of letting it like, seep into my heart in my mind and it like ruins my whole day Mm -hmm. i'm really trying to immediately pray for that person because clearly they're going through something they're having a bad day whatever it is and not to make you seem like the better person or whatever it's not like that at all it's just like it works if you're a christian and you just try to pray over that person it it helps me feel lighter about it and it really doesn't like stick with me the whole day i feel like it really connects you more to like obviously more to god but more to the eternal storyline where it's like oh yeah this is all temporary and it kind of doesn't matter that much and i pray that that person you know figures it out and whatever it, it kind of like pull, pulls you out of it yeah pray for your enemies yeah because they need it the most were you ever bullied by other influences while you lived in la was I ever bullied? Not really. You have never experienced someone being mean to you in LA? Probably. 
I just don't think about it a lot. Oh my gosh, babe. You're so funny. The thing is like, it's LA. Everyone's showing face. Everyone's like really nice to your face. Even if they say crap behind your back, it's not like to your face where they're just like, you're an idiot, you know? I have seen someone be bullied in front of us. That's a, another story for another day. Oh, was that at that the award show awards? Thing? Yeah, oh, yeah, I yeah. got so mad. To this day, I'm so annoyed that I didn't stand up for her and say something. Yeah, no. But no, I haven't been bullied. I think I've just been... So, like people have been rude to me mm-hmm. that I didn't expect. But I don't think it's like bullying per se. Yeah, yeah. You're so funny, babe, because I know you would have stories. You just like don't remember them. Yeah. You're just like, meh. I think at that point I was like confident in who I was and what I was doing. I was like, I don't whatever. If someone was rude to you, you probably brushed it off and just kept going. Yeah, I was like, okay, I'm not going to, I don't need to hang out with that person. Cool. You know what I mean? You're so funny. I aspire to be like you. Thanks. <laughs> Guys, this was a long episode. Oh my gosh. Thank you for listening. Sorry about my little moment that I had, but it was good. Don't apologize. Okay, thank you. It was you. real. Yeah, it was so weird. I wasn't yeah. expecting that. I wasn't it either, but thanks um, for being vulnerable. It was a good conversation, and if you can take away anything, please just know that how you treat people really sticks with them. Whether you're really nice to them and will make their day. Mm-hmm. Even something little, or if you're going to be rude to them, it can stick with them yeah. for a long time. So just keep that in mind. Let's all always be kinder than necessary. And so far, it's so good. That didn't make any sense, but. <laughs> Guys, stay tuned for this merch, okay? Stay tuned. There's not just, it's not just the merch as well. There's like so much more attached to it. Love you guys. Let's do life together. Sorry, Let's I don't do life know. together. It's on this shirt right here. We'll get better one day. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.